right. Cool. All right, everybody. I'll just do a quick, I know this was last minute. Um, I got to get back in the habit of doing my weekly uh, NLP today. So I got to pick topics. And this one was, uh, came up yesterday on doing something else. So I said, I'll just, it'd be a good reason to do a talk. A couple of us were at a conference this weekend, Hypno Thoughts. It was out in Las Vegas. It was surprisingly good. They had about 600 people, which is in the age of COVID very well, because we had no, no Canadians, no Europeans, no Australians, which at that conference two years ago, there were probably 400 people from Europe, Canada, and mainly Australia, um, and a few other like Asia. But uh, So it was 600 people. Uh, which was, it was, Carolyn was there. It was, it was, it was packed. You could tell at lunchtime. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah was, you know. Absolutely. And uh, I do give them kudos. It, it's a first, first rate conference, you know, at least on the, on the, how they run it side. They, uh, I still rave about their buffet lunches every day, which is included in the fee. It's a Vegas buffet. If you've ever been there or Atlantic city, it's those big buffets with, all the food you can eat, excellent food every day, a different. They had Mexican food. The last day was Italian. Oh, and Chi what was the second? Chinese, was Chinese, yeah. Chinese, and it was it was quite good. So, yes, it I, it's one of the conferences for a live conference. Highly recommend, unless of course you fly Spirit Airlines. <laughs> some of those people are still stuck in Las Vegas, Nevada, <laughs> trying to get out. Um, yeah. That spirit and, and even Southwest kind of had a meltdown, you know, and uh, and I found out one of the reasons because a guy I know, he's a retired uh, Air Force pilot, and then he worked for Southwest for 15 years at the height of the pandemic. Um, and they were laying off all these pilots and it, they started at 15 years and they eventually got down to like 10. Right. They give you an early buyout for your pension. And a lot of those guys are ex-military, so they got their military pension. You kick in that. And he's like, because he just, I asked him, is he going to go back and fly? He goes, why would I do that? You know, I'm retired lieutenant colonel from the Air Force, 15 years with Southwest, right? And uh, he's like, I'm not, you know, you know. So anyway, that's, and, and, and as Billy would know, and a couple other people, if you've been off flight status for a year, you have to requalify. And there's a backup right now of 30 days for pilots to get requalified. Wow. Because they've been off them, but, you know, I don't think you have a, you know, 737 sitting in your backyard to keep your flight hours current, right? Yeah. Not everybody's wealthy like Billy Schilling, independently, you know, wealthy <laughs> from uh, government money. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about uh, miracles. That's what I thought we'd talk about. And just try a little something. Um which is if you've ever experienced whatever you call a miracle in your life, right? Um, what is, what's the structure of a miracle, right? It, what's the structure of a, is there a structure to it? That's what NLP is all about. What's the structure of, of whatever it is. And so, you know, and one of the things I think is it's one of those Usually you don't, you don't think about a miracle till you're looking back on something in your life, right? It's like, what had to happen for all these events to line up for this miraculous event to happen? Whether it's being the, you know, meet the right person at the right time. Um, you know, uh, 
pick the right thing. It's like, it's, 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 it's usually in retrospect, right? And so one of the things I think is it's um, when you start trying to pick, figure out how to like duplicate a miracle is figuring out, okay, what do you want? Uh, and so you, you're working toward it, but can you let go of the, as our friend Tony Robbins would say, the tyranny of how? How does this have to happen, right? For a miraculous event to happen, right? Because we're, you know, with the Western educational system and, and logic and that we, we, we're taught to develop, you know, like do this and then do this and then do this and then do this and then do this, right? Um, but is that the way a lot of these things really happen? Right. Sometimes, yes, you got the systematic approach and you need it. But what about other times? Right. A uh, good example might be is like, well, we all know the way to really become successful is go to a really good college and get a degree. Right. And do this. Right. And then you look at Steve Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or or Alan. Right. They all walked away from the best one of the best schools in the world. And I don't think it hurt their education. Right. And I forget the school Steve Jobs walked away from. Right to to keep working on his uh, Apple thing, was it Stanford? It was one. Of, it wasn't Harvard, I don't think. It was no one of the other schools, like a Stanford or University of California or something. I think you're right, Will. I think it was Stanford. Yeah. So it's like they're brilliant. They live. Yeah. And um, you know, as I heard Bill Gates said, the only difference between me and a Harvard graduate is I hire them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I put them on my payroll. Yeah. And so it was like, and he even talked one time, he doesn't talk a lot about it. It was an old thing. It's like, you know, he met Paul Allen and then certain things happened. And it was like, I think it was Paul Allen was talking about looking back on it. He doesn't believe it worked the way that it ended up working out. Right. And then there's some backstory to it. Everybody, they, they gloss over the fact, you know, Bill Gates' mother was a senior executive at IBM and she helped him get their first contract, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, but yeah, so when you when you're wanting to go toward, if you want to call it a miracle, um, the, I think the easiest way to do it is think about a thing in your life or an event that happened that you would describe as miraculous. Right. It was it was like you were in the right place at the right time. Um, or you just act. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about that and they said. Well, they always went to the same place, but uh, it was like a coffee shop. And but for some reason, this day, they just started talking about some stuff, right? What 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 they were trying to do, yada yada yada, which they never did, right? They were just in the like Starbucks waiting to get their coffee, and the person standing next to them or behind them starts chatting it up, and they ended up starting a business, right? And it was a synergistic effect. But if he you know, and he goes, looking back, I don't know why that day I was motivated to just start talking. Because usually I'm just in there, want to get my coffee, get out, get on the road, do this and that. But, the, you know, and he goes, if I remember right, there was, there was a backup because, you know, when you're at Starbucks and you get behind one of those lovely people that goes, they're in line for 10 minutes and they get to the front and go, now, what do I want? You know, and what's this and what's that? It's like, Jesus, what, you're at Starbucks, order a goddamn cup of coffee. But, you know, 
but it was that lag time that caused the guy to finally say something and da 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 da. So have you had those kind of experiences in your life where you were in the right place at the right time, you met the right person, uh, and or all the those you know ducks fell in a row uh, that and again looking back on it, it's like it went different than you thought it would go. Does that make sense to everybody? So how do you duplicate that, right? How do you duplicate that? Um, so again, think about what would you describe as a miraculous event in your life? Um, what, would, what would be one, right? And then just step into that experience and then look back like what, what had to happen for this to get there, right? And again, to use our letting go of how, it didn't have to happen in step one, step two, step three, step four, right? Um, my wife hates it because she's not talking too much about it, but it's like um, uh, acting, you know, it's like, well, first you do this, then you do that, you know, and then you do this, this is how you start your acting career. First, you go get it. A lot of people say, go get proper training, go get all this other stuff, uh, go get a degree, right? That, you know, uh, sounds good, sounds logical. Some kids like 16 wants to be an actor. Uh, well, first, you got to finish this, then you got to go do, then you go to college, get a, you know, get training in theater, and then you go become, become an actor. Well, you know, a couple of people like, Scarlett Johansson skipped all that stuff, started auditioning at the age of 12, was in a little film called uh, Horse Whisperer. And her career is, I would say, you know, right now she's what, in a $20 million lawsuit with Disney, right? And uh, yeah, so it's like, uh, that, that her skipping college didn't hurt, you know? Bradley Cooper walked, uh, quit college like right before his senior year, drove his mother crazy. Right. But he just said it just felt like the time is right to go out to California and try to be an actor. Right. Um, so it's like these other things or starting a business. Right. Um, what is it? One person said once is like a true entrepreneur, the ones he's talked to that are very successful, rarely do they have a detailed business plan when they got started. Right. Because the detailed business plan locks you into a pathway. It's true, yeah. Right? And it's like, well, what if the business takes a hard right? Right? And then you got to you gotta adapt on the fly, right? And if you get locked into, oh, I got it, step one, step two, step three, step four. Um, it's, it's, and this is like, yeah, it, 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 just how to duplicate a miracle, right? So have you had a miracle, you know, in your life? Yes, Miss Carrie. Well, I was just wondering, you know, would you say that, in order to have all of those circumstances kind of line up, do you have to have a strong sense of self or self-confidence to have the belief in yourself that you can walk away from college or what, from what society would say is a sure thing, you know, to take that risk? It's a risk. Well, life's a risk. Well, yeah, but, you know, yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You, got, I don't. you have to stand up to the criticism of everyone who says you're going to fail if you do that. Well, yeah. Look at all the people slamming all these Olympic athletes, right? As one, yeah. one my, a guy I know that you know he's a, uh, uh, but he played some. He played pro football for one year. So I mean, he's like you know, I some lady would or somebody was ragging on Rip. I can never pronounce her name. The one with the purple hair. Soccer player, yeah. Rapino, Rapa. Oh, not Rihanna. No. Um, no. Anyway, Megan, Megan Rapino. Yeah, Megan Rapino. Oh, oh, She's oh, already yeah. won at least one Olympic gold medal. They've been they've been the World Cup champs twice, right? She's just she's not big. I saw. Her. I got. I'll drop a thing. I was in a Nike commercial, and you know it was the U.S. Olymp women's Olympic team or U.S. World Cup team there, right? And so you're looking at these, they look normal, if you will. Then they started, you know, as, as a warm up before they went out on the field to do their thing. And you start seeing the athletic expertise most of us cannot comprehend. Yeah. Right. And so all these people are slamming, you know, this. You, know, you got to have the guts to, to do whatever it is you got to do. Uh, Tell one other story, and it is somewhat acting related, so I hope my wife's not listening. But there's a lady; <laughs> she's a, a, a casting director in Miami, a big-time casting director, right? She tells a story that at least, and she coaches actors and actresses. You know, like she'll she'll, and she's brutally honest. If 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 you hire her to coach you, it's like I'm not going to pat you on the back. You know, I'm going to say shit like get your teeth fixed and and, and you know clean up your skin or, you know, it's, no, it's, it's a brutal business, right? So at least once a month, if not more, she'll get a call that somebody go, they'll want to book an appointment about their kid and she, okay. So they, you know, she books the appointment, always gets prepaid. She's, she's learned this, always get prepaid, right? Or you don't get the appointment and then you show up. And usually what happens is uh, the typical story is a young girl sitting there, a guy, 16 years old, 17, about to graduate high school, uh, and wants to be an actor. Right? Great. And the parents like, well, what I want you to really do is get that, tell her or him what they got to do is put that aside till they get a degree, maybe like in accounting or in some decent thing, and then they can maybe do it on the side, or then they have a career to fall back on, and da-da-da-da-da. So what would you be your advice? And she goes, I have a standard speech now. I turn to the per young person and say, so why do you want to be an actor? Right. Yeah. And listen to what it's, it's like the creativity is it, basically she goes. So do you feel like it's something you've got to do? Yes. Oh, OK. And it's important. It's the most important thing. OK. Then here's my advice. You go after it with all your heart, mind and soul. Don't let anybody ever stop you from chasing this dream, because if you do not, you will never be happy. Right. And she goes into life's a risk. And it's a that she goes, I can tell you, it's a horrible profession in a way. Talent does not necessarily mean you'll ever get a break. You know, it's all this other stuff that right time, right place, right look, all these other things. But it's da, 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 da. and usually at that point, the parent is sitting there spitting fire. Right. <laughs> yeah. And now she's she's never taken our kinds of trainings, but then she turns to whoever the parent is and the person's like, oh, you know, ready to say something. She goes, you know what, but maybe you can have it your way. 
still become an accountant, um, become an alcoholic, a sub, you know, a substance abuser, beating their spouse, hate their kids, uh, and commit suicide at 40. But they'll 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 do what you think is right. You know? It's a point across. And and the parent then is like gutted because it's like, right? And so uh, so yeah, you gotta have the guts to to go after what you want, right? And and to do things differently. Yeah. But so when you think about it, uh, have you ever had a miraculous kind of experience in your life where things just kind of fell into place? Or you look back on it and go, wow, how did that happen? How did this happen? How did how did the how did the chips fall in the place? for something to, to happen. I, I do have a couple of uh, examples I would consider uh, miraculous. Um, one is uh, not for me, it's for my son who dropped out of college and pursued his passion for uh, software development and is now you know, a millionaire and he also, he, he owns a software company, but he also owns a savings and part owner as a savings and loan company. And I mean, he dropped out after two years because he was getting offers. And also though, because he was teaching his teachers because he was just so passionate about doing this that you know he he rose to that but but things did fall into place he happened to get a job in virginia beach which was sold to a job a company in california and um the california company felt like that was a really big mistake um, buying this company but the only thing they got a value out of it was my son who was worth the price they paid, they said. And, um, you know, they helped him out. They bought him like a stove, refrigerator, a right. couch. Um, and then after probably mm, five years or so, they decided they wanted to retire. And they offered uh, a number of people the that to buy into you know right. and so anyway i mean that was that was just kind of falling especially the part about taking this job in virginia peach with this guy who was really a jerk and i didn't know like was like corey why are you doing this you know and then dropping out of school which again i was like oh corey promise me you'll finish later sometime and now i mean he's just Oh yeah, and and you gotta have the the guts to to you know. I right. love when they they yell at an athlete like an NFL guy or basketball guy. Why didn't they stop and finish their degree? Right. Because they're so, leaving they're leaving four million a year on the table. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so let's let's do a quick let's try this. So uh, it's the easiest way. So everybody think about. A miraculous event in your life can you think about we're just something if you don't i just say miraculous i I, I, okay. I do have one okay. in my life i've actually have two in my okay. life well let's just do the technique 
right? Okay. So just close your eyes and pick one. And think about this, this event where you met the right person the right time. And it's like led to whatever, or you, whatever this, whatever you would do the miraculous event. And step into the, the moment you realized it was magical. And usually that's when you look back on, wow, how did that happen? How did that happen? You know? And sometimes you can't, you can see the steps from reverse, but if you drift back to when you first started this process or you wanted that goal or you wanted that miracle to happen, the steps you thought would happen maybe didn't happen the way that you thought it would. You had to release the power of, of how and let just, sometimes the universe just drops things, moves things around. Right? And so what I want you to do is realize that you can do this. So what if you drift up out of yourself as you go back to now and drift up out of yourself and begin to think about something you want to have happen? Think about something you really want to have happen that might take a miracle for it to happen, right? And you're working on the steps, how to do it. Maybe it's redo your business. Maybe it's finish the book. Maybe it's whatever it is. So you're not quite sure how, but imagine... this thing that you want to have happen. Now drift up out of yourself. And so you can see yourself sitting there, wherever you are, you know, in Kentucky or Oregon or Virginia. And you see yourself sitting there and you can see all the things in your past. And you realize as you look back to your past, you've had miraculous experiences in the past, being at the right place, whatever it happens to be. And you can also maybe, just maybe, see some times where you overrode that initial response and you shut off your intuition, if you will, and you used your logic and it didn't turn out well. Right. So realize you have this capacity within you. And maybe the way to do it is, see yourself as you are now. And now imagine looking into your future, say a few months from now, and then just settle in to six months from now where you've experienced that miracle, whatever it is, it's already happened and you don't know how or why or what, you just know it happened. So you settle into feeling those feelings of accomplishing this miracle. And then as you step into it and really feel it, smell it, taste it, touch it, it's like you can look back to you sitting way back there on August 4th, realizing you're about to start a process. You're not quite sure how it's going to work. You just know it is. So now imagine drifting up, 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 and seeing yourself again as you are today. You can see that future event that you know is going to happen. 
And then you can even look back to the past and realize you've had some experiences in the past where you drew on your, whether you call it your connection with the universe, with the power greater than yourself, whether it's just magic. And realize if you let go of how it has to happen and realize sometimes things just happen, you can step into the experience and let go of how it has to happen. And you may be surprised and delighted at the steps that kind of fall into place, steps that kind of fall into place. And it doesn't have to make sense consciously. A casual conversation with someone a phone call out of the blue, an email, who knows? And as it's in a couple of the text, I have ways ye know not of. And if you can let go of the how and just go with the process, you'll be surprised and delighted. And I'll settle back into now. And know as you do, as you look forward to six months from now, you realize maybe it doesn't take six months for the miracle to happen. Maybe it's three, maybe it's two, maybe it's four. Might be a little longer, who knows, but it's already starting. Good. So lock that in. And when you're ready, come on back. Open your eyes, come on back. All right. I could feel a physical change. The moment you said, you may not even realize, but it's already starting to happen. And my heartbeat just quickened and it, it just felt so good. Physically, to feel it physically is very exciting. Yeah. Well, Neville Goddard, uh, one of his good books is Feeling is the Key. Oh. Feeling is the Key. Gotta write that know? down. And uh, so, yeah. So that's, a, that's the process. I just thought we'd play with it, see what it's like, see what happens. Yeah. It's different, you know. And uh, so, cool. All right. And so I was Miss Moore in Kentucky. Doing good? Uh, I'm having a good day, and now I'm having an even better day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Steve Jobs went to Reed College in Portland, Oregon. Okay. I, I just looked it up. Yep. No wonder he was weird. He went to Portland. Small school. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. From Port <laughs> went to Portland. Yeah. What was the name and of that book and that person, that author you just mentioned? Neville Goddard. It's in the. It's feeling is this the secret? I think is what it's called. Feeling is the key. You said feeling is the key, or feeling is the secret. You know, basically, I can tell you, he's written a whole bunch of books, uh, and like a lot of us, he's written one book about ten times. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, different nuances, uh, different things like that. Let me look it up. Let me, of course, my library. 
I always get everything on Audible. Um, so I finished uh, Can't Hurt Me on Audible. That was a life changer. And now I had such a good experience with it on Audible or on audio that I just purchased and started listening earlier today while I was driving to the vet and back. Um, uh, Jerry Spence. Yes. Spence. Whenever. Oh my goodness. Totally different than I thought that would be. I can't <laughs> wait now for that one. And when you ask And isn't his voice her, awesome? Isn't his voice yeah. just awesome? And it's, yeah. It's so authentic and so powerful. And I just, it's wonderful. And so I am looking forward to that motivation. And when you ask about miracles, I, I hesitated because uh, when you describe it as things lining up in the universe, that's been, that's been repeated so many times in my life. I almost, I, I have quit thinking of them as miracles. I just think of them as life. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, they, the are, book, they are kind of, they're when opportunity meets preparedness for me. And oh, typically it's when somebody else, when somebody else sees something in me and, and I don't even see it yet or haven't seen it. And somebody else sees something or something I can do or something I would be good at and, and steers me in that direction. And I just kind of turn and go, okay. And um, it's been a, it's been a wonderful life of miracles. Yeah. So it yeah, uh, might be the title yeah, of my yeah. book. The, uh, can, that, can uh, I? Well, Sorry. let me quick, real quick. The, that book uh, can't hurt me is wild. I just, yeah. Have you, you should get the audible, Billy, real quick, because not only do they read the book, they do a live podcast as parts of it. It's, 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 it's an interesting book. I got, yeah, I have to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, just, reading, it. Yeah, just reading the um, um, intro on Amazon, he's had quite a career. So I, uh, I would imagine it's a, it's a page turner. Yeah, yeah. And those of us that have, if you know a little bit about some of the stuff he went through, you're like, what? <laughs> you did that on, and you went back? <laughs> Can I ask the author of Can't Hurt Me? That, um, uh, is it EM? Uh, David Goggins, G-O-G-G-I-N. Okay. David Goggins. CPO. What's that? He was a chief petty officer in the Navy. Oh, okay. David, D-A-V-I-D, Goggins, G-O-O. -O. No, G-O-G-G-I-N-S. G-O-G-G-I-N-S. Yep. Uh, okay, I and got it. Cover and the book, he's in his really slick looking Navy dress whites with the Oh, okay. with the trident and the jump wings and you know, and feeling is the key is it key or secret did you uh, it's one of the two just type in neville goddard there's just he he, he wrote oh okay goddard okay yeah. i didn't catch his last name so Geo, yeah goddard okay yeah, yeah. great kind of one of the godfathers of the new age movement 
Okay. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Always looking for good um, book recommendations. Yeah, those are good. Those those two books, and then one by uh, Jerry Spence. Um, yeah, what is that one? Uh, let me look it up again. Where's my? Does he read his own book? Is that what? Yes. Yes. And you can tell he's taken voice lessons. Um, he's a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Win your case. Win your case. Oh, okay. Win your case. I assume this he went, not about. He's only court. lost a handful of law cases in his life, including he got he got the guys from what they call Ruby Ridge acquitted for shooting the FBI and the uh, U.S. Marshals. Wow. But it's the, the way the way it's he pertinent though to pertinent though to NLP and. Oh yeah, it's all yes. Make it real. Make it, it's okay. not law. Okay. Okay. It's not law. And he also points. But out there why. is something interesting. Go ahead. There is something interesting I wanted to ask you about. One of the first points he makes is, "Don't ever imitate anyone else." And I thought, how can Doctor Will be suggesting this book? Because he, he he said that several times in the beginning of that book. And then I thought, you know what? Let go, Mary Ellen. Just listen and find out what the lessons are. Well, it's it, 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 the way I reframe it in my head. It's not that you can't model people, but you don't want to be a carbon copy. Right? If you're going to yeah, be an actor I, I think and they're going to read the little bit I've. Yeah. Yeah, and, I think from the little bit I've listened to, it's going to have to do with being your own authentic version. Yeah, that's it. Whether yes. you use somebody else. Yeah. Be your own authentic version, even if you are using somebody else as a model. Yes. And then you're still kind of yeah. making it yours. So you're not mimicking. Yeah. Yeah. And he painted a picture in one of his trials with his language that was so exact that he described a body laying on the floor and he described it and he pointed to it and da 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 da. It was so vivid in the jury's mind for the rest of the trial when the prosecuting attorney or the, uh, yeah, the prosecuting attorney uh, would step up to talk, someone in the jury would say, be careful of the body. Because <gasps> he made it so real in their minds that have respect for the dead guy right in there, right? So the prosecutor- That's so like, cool. It was like, you know, yeah, and it's like when you when you get into it, you're like, "Yep, that would work." If you put yourself in the jury's thing and you begin to listen to it, it would, it would, it would work. Cool. All right, everybody. Oh. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Are you going to? Are you going to be? Are you going to be here next week? Yep, I'm thinking about it. I got to get a topic. <laughs> so it'll be fun. It'll be something fun. All right. Okay, great. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye-bye.